want to let everybody know we're back and better than ever. I mean, this isn't like the full revamp. I'm not going to call it like season two, even though this might be the longest season one in podcast history. But we're going to get back on a consistent basis. Things are a little bit more settled. My granny used to think I was a scholar. So I dropped out of college. I got to sell indulgence like my father. I got fraud on my record like my mama. I still sell a soap to your auntie. You know my standards lower for the profit. We gon' spot him drop, but we don't hit no houses. I keep LB with me, he be on that slime shit. I asked Bendo, why you starting drama for? He said, what you think I bought these choppers for? Way before I ever rapped a song. Me and Melly, we went platinum on the road. I was just, I was just with the award buzz. I feel like Yachty dropped another single. And I think he's making a real case that rap MVP and I know I know Chance mm-hmm. might try and punch me but I feel like he's making a real case this year he's on some shit like Luca where it's like it's been brewing it's kind of almost been written but it hasn't happened yet so when it happens it's like okay but the product is matched up I was I wanted to mention earlier like that new single I don't even know how he's doing this shit on Apple where he's dropping a new single. Tesla, and it's a whole Tesla new Tesla album. Training. It's a new album every time. I'm packaging like, these singles in the most creative way I've ever seen. Like I've heard fucking strike and holster in like ten different packages. Bro, it's not even. Cre- it's like it's like to me, it's like it's egregious. Techni- it's like technically, like I don't even know how you do that in the metadata of Apple. Like I've never even heard of this method being available to artists. Like, didn't, like who does Yachty know Apple to repackage his product this many times? And I um, keep falling for it. I see the fucking one. I know he announces one song. I'm like, okay. Then I download. I see four songs. I'm like, oh, shit. He dropped the whole EP. I'm playing all Three four. Songs are just songs I've heard all I'm, over again. I'm like, I, I fuck fucking, with him. I'm playing him. Run. <laughs> and that's why I hesitated on talking about the MVP. Because, like, if he was really dropping some, like, new songs, but it's just like, nah, it's just. Okay, well, Chance, they are new songs. It's just like. like one new lead off song. It's the strike. And then it's, like, another Lucy from the album he dropped at the beginning of the year. So, but I will say. On the opposite side of that, he has all the features, man. He got the teleport junkie. He got the um the Drake. That was the Drake in twenty one. Yeah, yeah. He had two songs. He had um, jumbo. He had jumbotron shit popping, and he had the uh what was the that other one? Was last back year. outside, back That's outside boys. It was late. Year. It was late last year though. He'll be on for for all the dogs for sure. The teleport. The teleport was uh, special though. Can't lie to you. Yeah. Speaking of, I just picked up some. I was at the Asian market, and I was like, "This is the first time I had seen it in a while." So I was like, Shh, "Might as well try it." Picked what up. What was it? Oh, teleport. Teleport. <laughs> yeah. She keep turning off the fatigue. I'm getting tired. Of you. you. You guys have any rap rookie of the year on your radar? It's got to be V's for me. <laughs> It's like the rookie of the year, in, at least in baseball, where like Shohei Otani has been pro in Japan for like three years. But he's technically, by the books, a MLB rookie. So he wins the award, even though everybody else he's competing against is like 20. <laughs> That's V's to me in terms of rap rookie of the year. I didn't even consider V's. You know, it's his first, technically his first album, so. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons rookie. <laughs> Essentially. Chance, you got anybody on your radar, rookie of the year? You, you can throw up Rilo, honestly, if you feel like Rilo's it's Rilo's time. He's not a rookie. <laughs> he's not a rookie, but, um, but he's. That's what I'm nah, saying. He's an I, NBA I, I, rookie. I, I, he's like I, I an MLB rookie. 
Visa's had a really <clears throat> high year. Um, but Rilo, I ain't gonna lie, I've been seeing him. He's been on a tour, man. Niggas really, I did not expect. Uh, Ooh, equal wait, 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 sexy red, sexy red. I was about to say sexy red, sexy red, sexy red. I remember, see, that's why I didn't want to do this media review because I wasn't gonna do it in earnest, bro. But yeah, sexy red. She's definitely up there. She's a competitor. Man. No, 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 no. She's got she's it. Having, she won. No, she won. I mean, we're she, not, have a, she might be having a run better than Glorilla. I ain't gonna lie. Um, you think Sexy Red twenty twenty three is better than Glorilla's twenty twenty two? Yes, it might be, son. It is. It is. It is. It is. No, 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 no. It is. She got Glorilla out the paint. I look. Like, I mean, pretty... I'm saying like obviously like competing right now. No, no. I hear you. No, no, no. I hear you. She's got more records. I don't know That's what I was going to say. I say Gorilla without, had like the bro, two it's huge without, it's, without, it's without the features. But the whole sexy album, right? Pound Town. Gorilla's EP that she dropped last year was very it good. It didn't. No. It, okay, it's good, but it, it didn't sexy. hit. It didn't hit. It didn't hit. This sexy is this sexy is hot <laughs> in the streets, man. This shit is like hot cake. Like, like, like Pound Town, you got the looking for the hoes. I did see like four niggas that were not old enough to drive the hell, riding around SRTs, with guns. Bro. You got the Hellcat <laughs> SRTs. SRTs, man. Like, you got the Ski the Ski. Like, like, to me, I fuck with nachos. I'm nachos. Sick. <laughs> nah, Sexy that, Red, bro. got it. She's on, she's on, she's on, uh, what's his name? She's it's on, sexy. what's it? She got the Lancey <laughs> Fo. She got the Lancey Fo feature. She got the Sexy Walk on there. Sexy Walk yeah. is on it. Yeah, Sexy yeah. walk sound like some old shit. That shit hard, man. Sexy red is just—I think y'all said it. It just got that. It got that just old ratchet sound, like just like. Sexy red remind me so much of like them old like Chevys and shit that you would see with like the Fruit Loop decals and like the thirty inch rims. Like it give me those vibes. It just gives me wing spot vibes. That's why I'm so happy she did her little uh, on the block freestyle in front of the Popeyes. Like that's so perfect. Like. That is exactly where Sexy Red will be rapping right in front of the Popeyes. Like, very ratchet for sure, no count. But it's, what, it's what's rap. It, it is what rap has been missing, though. If you ask me, like, I feel like we talk about this authenticity thing so much, and like a lot of people are authentic, but they're also not cool. Like, it doesn't mean shit if you're authentic and you're a lame. You feel me? So where like Sexy is authentic and kind of has an edge to her, I think that's why it's just winning so much because it's been it's been like a breath of fresh air. Like it's almost like a Cardi B reincarnate, but like the more records. Like Cardi B. It ain't B like on. she got on and switched up either. Like she's standing ten toes. Ten toes. So she said, yeah. "You need a stud. I got the STD. We. I just need you. We. You didn't have to bring that up to <laughs> boost your sex here. <laughs> I already knew what he was referencing, but I didn't. I. I was just not gonna mention it. But you got it. <laughs> anyway, right, that's enough on sexy right I got. Now. I got sexy rookie Resident. of the year. Do, do we have any more superlatives? Just R and B chance. You're you're the resident R and B head of the pie. Who who's leading the way MVP wise? I know you got Danny C's dropped early in the year, but I mean, it's kind of quiet to me. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll talk shit about the Danny C's. I I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna unfrost it in like a month and see what it's hidden for nah, again. I already I already did. Is is that? It's it's probably the best R and B project this year. I have to low key apologize to Chance for the hate I was throwing him. It's one of the best projects of the year, but there's nothing that's just like there's really nothing in the R and B space that nigga. That, I, the 
the scissor might still have an edge. Like nobody's like, I don't think there's nothing that, that came out this year that people are just attached. I know, I know, but I don't think there's nothing that came it was out this December. year where people are attaching themselves to. And I feel yeah. like the scissor carries so much over into this year. Like I would just That's give why I'm it waiting her. for the winter for like I feel like Daniel Caesar. <laughs> I thought that project was really good and it didn't get the love I thought it would get. I guess the cancellation shit still stuck with him. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe niggas are just waiting for the winter, like me. We'll see. I think I think, I think I think Taj is right though, as silly as it sounds. Like I think that is why. Like I'm not who's listening gonna, to Daniel Caesar. You're right an now. artist. Who's dropping it? Who would drop an R&B album in the summer? Like that makes no sense. I mean, he dropped it kind of early. It was like April. But that's still when it's raining. That's what I'm saying. Like you're not dropping it in July, August. That's why it's probably quiet. If we do the review at this point for the R&B, that's but true. shit hit rap. different in the cold, but. Yeah, you're right. Do we have yeah. a favorite? Do we have a favorite song of the year so far? Just like a quick one. You don't have to put too much thought into it. I do. Sa baby, lost all my feelings. Oof, that's, that's a good one. Song. That's a great one. If you look deeply into TikTok on a certain artist that I manage, I'm on his TikTok singing that song word for word for about thirty <laughs> seconds. I'll let y'all find it. <laughs> Mine gotta be. Uh, I'm just gonna look at my Apple Music replay for 2023. That's that's not a good sign. You should just feel it. Um, I know it was one of the Rilo songs. I was oh. just trying to figure out which one. I like. It's been the Rilo and the and the Nice Body with Georgia Smith by J. Hunt. Nice Those have really been day. like two of my favorite ones. Um, and try me two Georges. Four K aside, it might have to be Massacre off of the J. Hus. Let me see if there's any singles on my SoundCloud I'm really rocking with. Mm, I really like 2021 vibes on that Lucky album. It's like the one song I can't put down. Great song. That and Tomb Vert. Yeah, Tomb Vert is great. But 2021 vibes, like in LA, driving, it's just, it's the perfect. It's perfect with the weather. Tomb Vert is special, though. All right. Last part of our 66% year. Then we'll get an unheard. What do you guys. If 2023 ended today, what would be your mm-hmm. lasting impression? That's how would you summarize the year? It's been Rilo and Daniel Caesar dominant. Um, <laughs> same thing. The nigga's talking to himself. Just explain it to himself. He's looking at me. He's on his Apple replay. That nigga <laughs> said dominant. No, it hasn't. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the Rilo and the Daniel Caesar might be might be the same mood, just expressed in different ways. That's a good but, take. Um, <clears throat> seriously though, those those have been like the two that's been dominating the rotation, just on an overall basis. But I would say started off slow. The waters completely stopped moving for like a cool two month stretch, and then we had like back to back just loaded weekends. And I feel like since then, back to back loaded weekends in the summer. Um. Where we had like the V's, the Rilo came out. We had the um, few other projects and shit at the time. Y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about. And then ever since then, it's been a great, it's been a pretty good year, man. Like it's it's really rebounded beautifully. We've gotten a lot of great projects over the summer. Um, so it's starting to shake out. It's starting to shake out for sure. Like it's been looking up. <clears throat> I would have I would have to say two takes first. It's a little more common, you know, I feel like this was a theme last year on the pod too, but you know, music is going more global. International scene is winning more. We're seeing 
Dave in Central C really kind of finally make that crossover into the U.S. Where great project. You know, some people, some people know I play soccer weekly, and um, you know we have the speaker. We always have the speaker at, at Footy. So I can't lie, this was the first time. Like we were playing kind of early, and I was playing some more like Cleo Soul, some Salt. You know, it was like Sunday morning vibes. And, and some kid that we were playing with was like, yo, can you play Sprinter by Dave in Central C? I was like, oh, wow. Like, the UK music is here. Like, I've been waiting for this agenda to pass through for years. And he got teared up. <laughs> I almost I almost shed a tear when he asked me to play some Dave. Like, I didn't even know, like, this was a thing. Because in 2019, you know, I'm... that the soccer nigga wanted you to play Dave, though? Like, he's already doing something pretty eclectic for the US anyway. By engaging in soccer, on his I mean, he was series. a Latino. He was a Latino nigga, so it's kind of his all. Like that's even more immaculate, more miraculous. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Tell me, it's, it's an important detail. But I, but that's a good point, though. That's a good point. I do feel you. <laughs> it, is, it is, but at the same time, you know, like I was playing Dave, not to be on some like I was early shit, but like niggas, niggas were niggas were laughing at it. Niggas were joking. You, you call it Team Crumpets music. And now I'm we're here. Though. I still listen to them niggas. No, 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 no. Ain't no still. Ain't no, ain't no still. Because there was no still. But um, I would say the international music is going global. The UK shit. Um, Dave and Central C, they were, I think they spent 10 weeks at number one on the UK charts. All UK charts, which was like the first time that any rap single or, yeah, any time a rap single has done that. Um, I feel like we're seeing a big rise of, I mean, at least out in LA. I'm a piano and Afrobeat is like everywhere. If you're in New York, you ever been to everyday people? I'm a piano is everywhere. Um and then the sec second take I feel like just real music is starting to win. Like as has been, you know, consistent with the last couple of years, we're kind of seeing the phase out of like these big mega stars and, and starting to see like these niche pockets tapped into a little bit more and i think we're starting to see kind of like the cream of the crop rising like i don't know if we've had the discussion on here before officially of kind of like what comes first like does the fan inform the artist or does the artist kind of inform the fan it's like chicken egg situation but like i think we're starting to kind of see that the artists or at least certain artists are kind of starting to make more music that's gravitating towards a certain fan base, but it's not in the way that it's gimmicky in the same way, like on the flip side, that fan base. And I think like fans in general are becoming a little bit more in tune with like their own taste. And I think we're just starting to see a lot more like very concentrated music in these niches. Like I don't want to use the word genre, even though that's what I should be using. But like, I do think we're seeing a lot more diverse music that's like, being performed at a higher level than artists who are just making songs that are trying to appeal to 15 different audiences. You know, I think we're just, I think we're starting to see some high quality artists that are really tapping into their niches. Um, to name a couple, like just in the last week, I found this girl, Caroline Polachek, pop artist, indie pop, like white girl, fire. Like, she's got a couple songs on there that are fire, but then you listen to them, and you're like, okay, I can hear how, like, every edgy white girl would, like, love this. Tommy Richmond is another one. He's a kid from Virginia, from Brent's camp. 
chance I think you would actually like him because he's 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 directly related to Brent in terms of he just signed to him, um, has written stuff, produced for him, and it's just a lot of stuff that's like starting to win. Shit, four K, four K starting to get some looks. It's just like I feel like these niche pockets that are really tapping into their sound are starting to get a little bit more recognized. So I know that was a long answer, but. That's my 2023. It's been a great year of music. Another one. Every year gets better to me. I think that's similar to how I would describe it, but not like, not as, I think Vance is looking at it very optimistic. I think I'm looking at it very optimistic too, but also by accepting the bad. Like Chance said, there was a long ass drought and there was like a lot of, there was like more flop projects from like big name artists than like I can like really remember in recent memory. But at the same time with that, like a lot of, Van said the niche artists, the smaller artists, like those niggas are starting to rise up. And I think that's the, that's how I would remember this year. Like this was the tipping point for like the old Vanguard of like, it's like now the listeners kind of know the power of streaming. Like you don't have to just listen to what you're being fed from like the labels or like what's being pushed to you. Like, fuck it. If I like this hyper pop alt edgy girl, then I, that's all I'm going to listen to. I'm not, I don't have to listen to the big name being pushed. I think that's kind of what's happening like with these flops and with these niggas that are like mute right now, a lot of smaller artists are able to come up. And that's probably how I remember this year of like a big turning point from the old Vanguard into like the new gen of whatever is going to end up being. I feel like I will say like as much as I hate those 2016 niggas, this is the year it's felt most like a 2015, 2016 time period of like, all right, niggas got to start chefing up the next the next play for like what the next five to ten years are gonna look like. Speaking of these like niche small artists popping off with good projects, here's one I found this week. Uh, her name is Veda. She, <laughs> she like labeled the project punk. I was going in like, all right, but she just like rap. <laughs> it's really good. Like I think I only skipped one. It's like the first song just because it's called Ass Out, but the rest is like hard. Uh, I'll play. I go with ASAP. I'm a jealous ass bitch and I don't give a shit. And I need my money now, yeah, it is what it is. Try to eat with my plate, I'm a bitch to a piss. I don't give a fuck about you, I don't care about your kid. Yeah, my nigga not responding, I got real problems. I don't know why you think I give a fuck about you. If a bitch down bad and I'm really on my ass, you gonna sell that pussy for me, what the fuck you gonna do? I don't give a damn about a bitch, I don't wanna hold hands with a bitch. I don't give a fuck about niggas too. So fuck what they say, know who they paying me, bitch. Need a band in my hand when I walk through. Ain't no bitch really doing what I do when I do what I do when I do what I do. So they trying to figure out how I got what I got. So they come up in a spot and they act real cool And I been having emotions so don't ever knew They all know my name but I drop out of school You is not me so don't try on my shoes You cannot stand with a bitch that swim through Ain't giving no hand out cause they let me drown Don't know how I'm eating my ass for some pounds Look at me then and then look at me now They giving me talk yeah they give me the crown I deserve a new bitch, I deserve a new whip I deserve some new clothes, I deserve some new kicks I deserve some new hoes, I deserve a new trick If I'm making you pissy, my pussy a lick The clock steady going and making it tick I make all my shots before dub as a hit There's no overtime, that is not death Erase your name like you ain't on the list I don't give a damn about a bitch, I don't wanna hold hands with a bitch I don't give a fuck about niggas too, so fuck what they saying, know who they paying me, bitch Need a band in my hand when I walk through, I don't give a damn about a bitch I don't wanna hold hands with a bitch, I don't give a fuck about niggas too, so fuck what they saying, know who they paying me, bitch Need a band in my hand when I walk through So we hinted earlier to the second, at least me, I hinted to the second half this summer being better than kind of the first quarter of the year I would say the second slash mid third quarter that we've had has been better than that first quarter that we had, but I think we've seen specifically in these last two weeks, a couple songs. We had that at least last Friday, 
we had um Brent and Coco Jones. What's that song called? I want to say "Moment for Life," but I know that's Moment not what it's called. Moment of your life. Moment of, Moment your, of life. your life. Moment of your life. I got kind of close though. I got out of the range. So I, okay, so "Moment of Your Life," Brent, Coco Jones. Coco Jones is. I won't say the it girl yet, but she's damn near primed up to be the it girl in R and B, hip hop culture, rap, you know, all that. And Brent is kind of the one right now in the R and B space, at least proclaimed by chance. So I would like I would love to Definitely hear your on take the male on side. I would love to hear your yeah, at least on the male side for sure. So I would love to hear your opinion of the of the track. I loved it. Um, you know, all I've been asking for is to hear drums. On the, on the track so once i hear the drums that the box is checked like i'll listen to the rest of the song <laughs> man i liked it man i really did it was a it was a cool little like in the summer joint like you know like i mean we in la so it don't really count for us but m- most other places you know shit kind of wrapping up it's going to be september it's going to get a little cold leaves and to start far falling off the trees you know what i'm saying you gotta lock in with who you're gonna lock in with like fun time is over with and this felt like one of them joints, like the whole vibe, the whole feel, like just, just some real cool, chill. You know what I'm saying? You can ride to with the top down type shit. Um, and I really like that, man. I thought I thought they came together. I, I saw I saw some mixed reviews. Some people didn't like how they came together. Um, really, Coco, who didn't so like I, it? I, yes, I think I think people were thrown off by the singing. Um, I don't know if they were thrown off by Brent or Coco, but. The oh no! It was it was Brent. They said that nigga came in off beat or off pitch. I did see that tweet. I did see that tweet. That's that's Brent's whole steez is that he's like sounds like a regular nigga trying to sing, but he's actually good at singing. You looking better than you ever did. You told me the secret. I would spread that shit to every girl that I meet, so they would know how to be. Fresher than a peppermint If you want me to kiss it, I'm not hesitant I know you're kissing me back Just like that And I got every other thing that I need and want for you And I've been wanting you So what you want me to do tonight This, this was a real, if this was the early 2000s like this would be a real like powerhouse collab. I think it's a powerhouse collab now, but it just get those vibes. Um, so great, great little single for those two, man. I really enjoyed it. What you thought, Todd Money? I like the song, but but if I was playing devil devil's advocate, I I could see what people are saying. Like they right. they both they were both really good in their respective what they're really good at. Like Brent was carrying lyrically. And then you go, I think I just noticed this because I watched the lyric video. Like Brent was going crazy lyrically. Then Coco Jones shit was just basic. <laughs> hey boy, you look better than you ever did. I've shown you my secrets, can you handle me? I don't want to hide. Always been a good girl, but I got a bad side. Can I show you, baby? I'm a guarantee you won't forget. I don't want to taste, I want the all damn thing I don't want to fight How I feel with you, it's alright What you want for tonight 
So you're saying she's so she phoned in the verse. Her writing was was mid, like not good. But okay, her singing but was a, great. Her singing was a, great. It's a and, vanity. Like, it's a great hook. It's a it's a it's a catchy fucking. Nah, hook, Brent man. was carrying like Pennywise. That's what I always like about Brent, and that's why I didn't really like that last project. But this was like, all right, this is the Brent I like. So I liked it. I, I liked it. It was it was a great song, bro. How high up do you think Coco Jones can get? Because her last project was really good. But it didn't seem like it really got like crazy recognition. It's just so tough because everybody like everybody just been so obsessed and in love with that toxic shit. But this wasn't that at all. Um so like is that I don't know if that signals a shift, but more love music. Like, are we going back to that front? Like Cause she don't really make the the toxic like f u n word music and stuff like that that we that we used to seeing. She got I don't know. That's why I think it's interesting. Is like Coco Jones was famous before anybody knew her as a singer. I just want to see if she can like fully be famous as just the singer. I think the last project was a good one. Like everybody loved that song "Double Back." And I don't know if that's really toxic. It's just about going back to your ex, I guess. So I guess that's close. But yeah, like what you said, she is going against like the current of like what's hot. Like she's never gonna be like super toxic. Yeah, I don't think she'll ever be that toxic, but image wise, like I do think because I feel like there's been a lot of the arm like not a lot, but like almost like a Normani. Like people have like like she might damn near be what Nor like people wanted Normani to be, if that makes sense. Which like, is a face. Of female like R and B, so like, you think she can do it? But that. I don't you think she but can I, be that. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to say the face in like a like a you know negative way to say that like she's only the face. Like the music is gonna match too. I think she's capable um, with all the other stuff going on. But I mean, outside the scissors, but it's almost like Kendrick. Like you can't call Kendrick the face of rap when he drops an album once every six years. You feel me? I, th- I think it's kind of the same way with like Coco. I think she needs to kind of be that young, younger face of of the genre. Like, not needs to be, but I think that's what it's projected to be, at least right now. This was definitely a great, a great. I'm not gonna call it first step. This is a great stepping stone if that if that's her goal. Like, kind of what I'm saying. Who's the hottest R and B artist out right now? Because niggas been going cool crazy for the store. Niggas been really excited, and you see like that sort of cult fan base that he built up paying off. So. She could she could definitely do something similar. All right. Speaking of how far do we see an artist going? Hard Rock dropped this debut project, one of one. Vance, you brought a lot of hard rock stock early. You le- did you leave this project more optimistic, less optimistic, or just feeling the same? Feeling exactly honestly, he made a like, mm, like a little bit more optimistic than I was, but like basically like kind of where I projected him to be. Like, I think it was a cool little start out project. Like, I'm not listening to most of these. A lot of these he was experimenting with, like, different beats, production, which, like, on, like, the back end side, I think is really cool and really important to have in that kind of repertoire and your mentality as an artist at this stage. But, um, like, in terms of, like, rec- like proper songs, like, probably, like, cool three or four that like I really like off the project. 
but that's kind of like at the same level that I'm I'm viewing, you know, A, B list artists through. But like, you know, solid project. I don't like to give too much credence to an artist kind of like first project that they're really getting together. Um, I will say like, this isn't hate towards hard rock. But like so many niggas be on that one of one shit. It's like, bro, you can't all be one of one. I promise. Like some of y'all oh, are one of some of y'all are one of fifty, bro. Some of y'all are one of a hundred. Some of y'all are one of ten thousand. Like a lot of niggas like y'all. I promise. But I just need the one on one shit. Like the one on one shit is a little corny to me. But other than that, like, you know, I'm not I'm not giving that too much credence. Cool little project. Um nothing crazy. He's not here to take loans, destroy lonely spot or anything like that, but you know, cool project. Yeah, it was cool. I don't really have much more to add on. I feel pretty much the exact same as Vance, other than I don't know. I thought it was gonna be a little bit more extreme, a little more pushing the envelope in terms of like similar to his earlier stuff of like these like rock samples and shit like that. And instead it was more just like Proving that I can make a song from start to finish. I can take this shit serious. That's kind of what the project sounded like. Like I can take this shit serious. Look, I'm taking it serious. It was right. like a prove it. It was like a. It was like a. Hey, look at me. I can hang at the adults' table, like type, like project. And that's what it, it sounded like, like to me. But I mean, I guess you need that. I don't know. I don't know what type of rooms he's trying to get into. But I guess. He was talking about like God and like seeing the vision yeah, the on, like the, on first the first song. track. <laughs> on the first, on play. I'm like, all right, bro. Well, I am the Lord, your God who takes hold of your right hand. Says to you, do not fear. I will help you in God's name, in God's will. Follow me to victory. Rejoice over me. Bless your heart in the name of thee. Recognize that my legacy will reign on for centuries, generations, way after me. Hard rock, one on one. Like I got what he was going for, so I can't be mad at it. You feel me? Like I can't be mad at it, but definitely could expect some more. <clears throat> we talked about Yachty. We talked about talked about pretty much everything that's dropped, right? I mean, it's two more that I feel like one is worth, I guess, I don't know, I didn't, uh, yeah. Do you guys have anything to say about the Burner Boy? I told them. Um, no, I'm not part of that community, so I won't speak on them. Change. But I like Burner Boy. You love shouting out Burner Boy. I like uh, Ebo Shayo, but um, none, none too much to say. I, I don't have nothing productive to say. I just had first impressions. All right. Project that I thought was interesting, last one of new music that's come out. Friday dropped, self-titled. I download the project on like Thursday Friday. night, Friday morning, whatever. And I just didn't click on it till literally Sunday. Yeah, today. Sunday. Because it was like the album cover is not good. <laughs> Bro, it was like sitting on a crate in the middle of the street with like a fucking, I don't know. Not a good album cover. Didn't click on it. But the album is pretty good. It's interesting. He like, Friday Sound is like this hymn, like almost like religious type sound. With the R and B, but on this project he's fusing both of those with the Afro beats. And if you're like familiar with like that hymn sound, that R and B sound, and that Afro beat sound, that's like three highly chance high chances to be corny sounds. And he did fuse them all in one album. Where are you talking about? You're talking you're talking about Burna? No, I'm talking about Friday. And it didn't oh. come off as corny. So I thought that was 
interesting. The fact that he was able to fuse these hymns with the R&B, with the Afro beats. Damn, this nigga did not look at all like I <laughs> expected him to look. It's such an odd album cover. Do you think Vori got him out the paint? Like, why do you think he's like pivoting so heavily? Yeah, I was towards the Afro beat. Like, I feel like he kind of had a lane in the R and B space to almost I, be like in that Vori lane. But and, like, he and Vori were like too distinguishable, almost. And then Vori, like Vori's <laughs> last project, we talked about it. That nigga went as toxic as toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And almost it's like, pandering. all right, there's no way, there's no way almost. I can get more toxic than that. I might as well go a whole different route. And he did. He went light Afrobeat route. You think that's a good move? I think it's a good move, honestly. I can't lie. On a, you know, on a business perspective, like, I think it's hard. I think that's cool. It's yeah, smart. Afrobeat as a genre, I think that's on the way up, whereas the toxic shit is on the way down. So and I can't And I can't lie. Like When you got some of the most fire Afrobeat niggas on here, I mean, he got... I'm oh, sorry. This isn't to start the Afrobeat side, but just on the R&B pop side, he got Chris Brown feature on here. He's got a Fireboy DML feature. Who made Peru? Have you heard Peru? Surely you've yeah. heard Peru. <laughs> it was like the biggest song for like months. That's what I'm saying. And he's got Byron Messiah, Messiah, however you pronounce his name, who made Taliban's. So like song, one of the songs of the summer. So I can never be mad at an artist that's switching up, but they do it properly. Almost like Yachty when he went to Michigan. Like we see what you're doing, but you got in the rooms with the right people. So I'm going to let you slide. Like I can't. <laughs> and that's it for new music. Other than... The Earl and Alchemist. I mean, did y'all I'm hear the Tom, Did y'all hear the Tommy Richmond single? I'm not a big singles guy. I'll be there when he drops his debut project. I'll listen. First I listen get so wait, but okay, so but this is something I guess I have to pick your brain about. Then, like, you want to hear a project from an early artist as the first introduction? Yes, rather than a single. But like. You're almost a, like, maybe you're not doing this. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like your intentions behind not listening to singles is based off the fact that singles are usually the most, like, attractable, pandering type songs for an artist off that project. But I would argue for an independent, smaller artist, the song serves as more of an introduction than, like, what's going to sell the most. It's not even that. It's just, like... I, I do the same like, thing with not? movies. I don't really like watching movie trailers. I want to watch. But that's the not the same. That's not the same thing, though. It is the same. If it's, it's an introduction not. of that's, who no, he no. is as an artist, or like whatever, like no, it's, it's like saying single. it's like a, it's like a show dropping and saying I'm not going to watch episode one until all of the episodes drop, and then I'm going to just binge it. Well, it's not this. It's, that's like it's no, I'm no, no. That's watch. no, no. That's the exact same because it's no, one. It's, it's, it's one episode coming out. More comparable to like a show being on TV. And it's like episode nine of the season. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch it so I can watch episode one through ten and get the context of episode nine no, in the full season. No, like, I don't want to listen to the single by itself but, when I could listen to it and experience it for the first time in the context of the album. I'm like, oh, it, shit, that really. But it, ha- but it has, val- like, it's, it's intentional. Like, it's not like they're dropping act nine. No, it's act one. The single That's- is always act one. The single is not. Uh, no, that's not. It is. It is. When you, it's when not all Act One. I guess I was saying the project or Act One of just like. So look, 4K Michael. Okay. We drop trust. We drop grease. Sorry, vice versa. I guess order. We drop grease first, then we drop trust. Those are very hard hitting songs that match kind of 4K's Michael's previous 
you know, sonic sound and, and profile of like a hard hitting artist that you, you know, bop your head to. But the first single off the album is Mr. Rain, which shows you, you know, he's getting into more of a melodic bag. He's getting, and that's, that's like track four on the project, but that doesn't mean it's not act one of the pride of the, of the album, of the concept. Like, no, I get what you mean. It's like, an introduction into where I'm headed. So like, you're, I'm but just, I, would, I would rather be introduced on the actual project. Like I would rather go into the movie, not knowing what the movie is going to be about, what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like. I just want to, they don't even want to trailer into it. They want to go on butt naked. Nasty, I just want to be immersed into it. I guess what I'm mostly upset about on the, realizing it's just like an early thing like you don't really you don't care about like there's no urgency on your side it's like i can wait basically there's, there's urgency when the project comes like i probably listen to every project first <laughs> what if like... the project doesn't what if the project doesn't come for a year now you have a year span before between exactly. knowing yeah. what artist is and come not... for a year and i listen to that single and the single gets played out for a year and i listen to it on a project and i'm like damn this is a weak spot of the project when in reality the, pro- the single probably would have hit if i didn't listen to it Okay, I will admit that's a good way of looking at like, it. But at, like, exactly, like, I guess, Lucky, I guess, Lucky dropped I, Politics a year before he dropped that whole project, and Politics was the intro to the album. Now it was my first time hearing Politics because I ignored the single, and Politics hit so hard that I was like, "Damn, this about to be a great album." That's a good point. Those are two album. very good points back to back. <laughs> I can't lie, but I guess I'm just looking at it from the flip side, where it's like the single is my introduction, and it's like it's okay if it gets played out by the album because that's what the album is for. It's the rest of the episodes of the season. Like I, like, I get your trailer point, but I think that's just where we're going to have to agree to disagree. I see it as more of like one one, one show off of a season and being like, no, nah, I'm not going to wait week to week. I'm going to just wait until the, whole sh- until the whole show comes out instead of tracking it week. Because it's like, no, nah, I want to be there with like the narrative. I want to be there. I want to I respect their decision to introduce this song as the first one to the fans. But again, we're talking on a very granular level. I'm not talking about anything kind of B-list and above because I do think those kind of have altered intentions. But for a new artist, like, hell yeah. Whatever you drop, I'm listening to immediately. That's valid. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against it. It's just I'd rather the whole project. But I get your, I get your. But I get no, I, I, I see where you're coming from too. You're on some more like yo, like beat, like step proper before <laughs> I really take you serious, which is fair, which is fair. That's like a real, that's a hashtag real music take. Is like I'm not here for the niggas who just drop singles and just get away with singles and waiting until their single falls out to drop their next single. It's like nah, you got to kind of stand on ten toes and drop a project before I really respect your shit serious. All right. Cool little discussion. I just wanted to get to the bottom of that. All right, who's got an unheard? I'll play one. This week, I'll do an artist from the UK I found, kind of in that pop R&B lane. You know I'm a sucker for that that genre overseas. Um, This is Dive by Olivia Dean. It isn't working. I'm a tidal wave of question marks. You're just surfing.
All right, this is a recurring like article I used to do for South Sports. It was like a debunking uh, series. So I did like debunking the bundle, debunking the deluxe, things like that. If I was still like doing that series, I would do debunking the Spotify monthly listeners. I saw a tweet from somebody. It was the dumbest tweet I've ever seen. It was like Camp Flog now announced their like lineup. And then somebody took a screenshot of Tyler, the creator's monthly listeners and Ice Spice's monthly listeners. And they said, <laughs> why why isn't Ice Spice ahead of, uh, isn't headlining headlining over Tyler, the creator? Because she had like 5 million more monthly listeners. And I, I think that was the one that just made me say like, all right, children have been left behind <laughs> as far as just like understanding this data. And I think it's not even, if it was just the fans or like, just like people who run fan accounts, like getting tricked up by the data, I'll be like, all right, it's whatever. But it's also like niggas really in the industry who like the first thing they'll cite when they find an artist is like, he's got 5 million monthly listeners. It's like, bro, he's also the cover of 20 Spotify editorial playlists. None of those monthly listeners are his fans. Like how many fans does he have as of like, as himself? Man, how many tickets can you sell? Like, that's like, that's where the, the monthly listener shit comes down to. And I won't lie, like, it is a good stat to track, like, where things are headed. It's it's solid for projection. It's solid for, you know, putting in pitch decks to send to <laughs> labels and send to PR companies and all that stuff. It's great for the vanity side, but, like, it's not gonna, like, de- it depends, though, like, it reflects well on the artists that do really take time and consideration into their career. Like there's artists that haven't dropped music for a little while, but they really know how to market their stuff and they stay on the road and they stay above a million monthly listeners, you know, but at the same time, there are these artists at those super inflated at those super, you know, just crazy levels that are getting the inflated numbers. Um, because of the vanity plates, you know, they're, they're, they're getting the billboard, they're getting this, they're getting that, like, <clears throat> that's all going to play into it. I think at the same time, though, it's also like on Spotify for even revealing data like that to the consumer. You feel me? Like, I don't, I, that was one of the things that like, I would probably would have touched on is like, I don't even, I'm not killing Spotify for it. Like, it's a fun little piece of data. Like this artist gets listened to by this many unique listeners like okay that's cool i but i do really i don't understand what people treat it like gospel like it's <laughs> that's, not a, that's why spotify is wrong <laughs> it's not a good analytic it's not spotify's fault for sharing that you analytic. had not nah, but you had to know that fans were gonna it was it was very intentional to start sharing back-end data with the consumers because the algorithms were gonna start algorithming you don't get the algorithm if you don't start sharing the data if that makes sense well, I won't say you won't get it, but it helps inform it. I think if you're looking at monthly listeners and you're tracking it, you should also scroll down. It takes like one scroll and you should see featured on these playlists. <laughs> and if you see those and if you see like no Spotify editorial playlist, then all right, that monthly listener number is very valid. If you count more than three, you should might as well just assume that like 20, per, 20 to 40 percent of those numbers, you might as well just deduct 20 to 40 percent. It's like. Like that's Ben said, saying. the whole touring thing of like, those are the questions you should ask yourself of if this even makes sense. Like, would this would artist A sell more than artist B in touring? Would artist A have more people at their festival stage than artist B? Would artist A sell more first week than artist B? 
who sells more merch who makes better music like all of these things are questions you should ask when you're like looking at monthly listeners instead of just saying like oh ice spice has more monthly listeners than tyler the creator she must be more popular than tyler the creator like no <laughs> ice spice plus rap caviar plus new hip-hop hot new hip-hop plus all of these other editorials she's probably on like 20 different playlists right now is more popular than tyler the creator it's like seo like <laughs> She's just, she's getting searched. She's getting played. She's in the fucking Barbie movie. Like, we can't compare. Tyler hasn't dropped an album in a minute, right? He, I guess it was a deluxe that he dropped this year. Some extra songs, but nothing nothing extra. And that's what I'm saying, too. There's no, like, longevity tied into it. That's like, they just leave you just with the number itself right there, monthly listeners. Like, no, and there's no context behind it. Nothing. That's where I think it can get tricky. But I do agree on a general level. Like, it is a cool piece of data that Spotify throws in. It definitely has to be, like, the amount of credence we give to it definitely has to be, like, reduced. Because you're right. That Ice Spice tweet was just fraudulent. I don't have Spotify, so that's not an Apple Music stat. So in real life, I don't care about money listeners. Uh That's why Apple Music is better. Because the listeners just cares about real music. Niggas don't care about yeah. the playlist algorithm funny film. Nah. You guys see YouTube? Launched a music AI incubator with founding partner Universal Music Group. Does that mean yeah. there's people in the incubator to develop the AI or the AI, the people in the incubator? Well, there are 12 artists <laughs> to kick off the program. Like, wait, time out. Okay. <laughs> Continue. I mean, I'll just list artists. It's only 12. David, Anita, Juanez, Yogati, Don Was, Louis Bell, Max Richter, Ryan Tedder, Roseanne Cash, Ronnie Jerkins, Abbas Bjorn, Alvarez, and the estate of Frank Sinatra are the artists. Oh, oh so they're already existing. People, well, I guess not all existing, but they're all like real people. And I guess they're about to give their voices over. I don't know. YouTube said the three like goals of the incubator is to one, embrace AI responsibility with music partners. Two, grant protections while unlocking opportunity. And three, invest in trust and safety work. <laughs> grant protections while wait, wait, what was it? Increase protections while unlocking, unlocking opportunities. opportunities is nuts. Basically, if there's money to be made, we won't have our hand exactly. in it. That's all I wanted you guys to do is just decipher this whole situation. <laughs> Because they were trying to make it sound like as clean as possible. It's like, like if there's money to be made, we go make it, niggas. Like, like it's cool if y'all find a little way y'all can get get right. We cool with that. But like, we gonna have our hand in this shit. Best believe it. Unlock opportunities. Unlock opportunities while protecting artists. That's what they said. Okay. Unlocking. Yeah, unlocking is opportunities were like, a lot. I thought niggas was getting to the opportunity. Already. I thought y'all have the. I thought y'all made. Right. I thought the opportunity, I thought niggas have seized the opportunity already. All right. So there was an audio issue around this part. Um, So if it sounds like the episode is ending abruptly. Yeah, it is. Uh, All right. Chances on her. All right, bro. I'll play my unheard, man. Speaking of Get Back, I'm going to play Get Back by YTB Fat, man. All right. They get back a motherfucker. They get back a motherfucker. Let's get back a motherfucker. Let's get back a dog, nigga. Let's get back a motherfucker. Let's get back a dog, nigga. Let's get back a motherfucker. Let's get back a dog, nigga. Let's get back a motherfucker. Let's get back a d
get back a motherfucker. Can't give these niggas advice on how to kill, cause they don't listen to nothing. Nigga be macho man and hook his hair. T hop out with that button. I ain't giving these niggas advice on shit, but how to go to church on Sunday. Fucking out so much, he get my young nigga 10 just hitching the stomach. Just told my nigga I'd give another 10. Leave shit looking like lasagna. Fat don't never be in his hood, what you mean? I was just there this Sunday. Nigga, it's too much shit going on. If it's $2, nigga, pay me my money. Back to the jet, just me, trap house, bang, wizard, Joe Jug, bag hard. Nigga, this shit the largest. Off can't keep up. I'm in New York at the break. I ain't done to eat. Shrimps, we got it. Long as I feed my fam, I'm mercy. Nigga, fuck being the hottest. If I get booked for a show in my city, I'm GG and switches in a party. I don't think my city can afford me right now. It's 10K for parties. Even though he finna get out, I'ma say it again. Nigga, free Marley. We the one got this started. Westside first niggas in the city, Glocks in the party. The small guy real bad, wanted me in LA Saturday. I was in the hood with two carvings. <laughs> they get back a motherfucker. Yeah. Podcast over, dog.